When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, it's like the easiest thing to do is to fall into the illusion that there is division. Because at the end of the day, we're all really humans, you know? Um, so I think it's just a reflection of something that we have to deal with as humans. And each person individually has to focus on being the embodiment of the change that you want to see. You're listening to Option Forward Podcast, a shared platform of independent thinkers and motivators. Join us as we capture the culture of leaders that are paving the way and sharing their inspirational stories. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome back to our platform. I'm your boy, Drew. We are Option Forward Podcast. I'm always joined by the second half of the show. Jiggy Nelson, how are you doing today? What it do, what it do. I'm doing good. How you feeling? I'm feeling well. Yeah. Oh, very, very good. Lively. Energetic. <laughs> in tune. In tune. Mm-hmm. Nah, nice word. Nice word. Yeah. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, we are in for a very, very special treat today. All right. I would say our our guest represents a community, um, freedom of expression, that agape love. What I don't know what that is. That's unconditional love. It's supposed to be right. No. Um, please welcome the extremely talented writer, singer. She done, I saw that little reel she put up. Dancer, I'm <laughs> right. um, Miss uh, Kim, how you doing today? How you pronounce your last name? Mansoor. Mansoor? Yeah. Welcome, Kim Mansoor. Thank you. How, Thank how you, you doing today? Me. I'm doing good. I'm actually super excited to be here. Um, I appreciate you for inviting me. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Um, it feels good. Definitely feels good to be here. All right. Did you get stuck in traffic? Kind of, but I, I'm not mad at it. Like, I was in an Uber, so I was just, like, listening to music, then having a good conversation with a driver, you know, catching a vibe. <laughs> what were you listening to? R&B beats. Mm-hmm. Just beats. Yeah. Looking at the views. Do you like R&B music? <laughs> yeah, it's the best. It's the best? Mm-hmm. You sing a little bit? No. You sure? <laughs> uh, you know, in the shower. You I sure? <laughs> <laughs> thought I heard, I thought I heard something. I mean, <laughs> you never know who's watching. But now, nah, um, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Where'd you grow up? So I was born and raised in Israel, and I moved here four and a half years ago. Okay. Dang. All right. What? Dang. You came out of her school. What? What? What was? Um. It? So I was in Israel, and you know, uh, I finished the military. I saved up, and then um, I wanted to just travel I wanted to you know I always loved doing dance it's like I started doing it professionally around like when I was like 18 I was doing it in Israel then I was like I was doing music videos I was a cheerleader and then I wanted to do more like I wanted to take a risk and and go dance in a place where the best studios are at the best classes are at like I wanted to be around that energy you know so I just like I flew here and then things just started happening and I just been in this journey and 
I'm still here, you know. Nice, nice. How long was you in the military? What's, what's, is it mandatory out there, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah. how many years did you do? Or is it months? Uh, it two years for two girls years? and three years for guys. What was your job? I was um, something close to a social worker of the base. It was a social condition NCO. Um, and pretty much it was like a social worker. So like soldiers would come and they would share with me if they have any issues. Sometimes they just need to talk. Um, I would go visit their homes and see if they um, missing furniture or if like they have a healthy um, family environment or if there's like violence, then I have to um, communicate between soldiers and commanders to make sure that they live in a good environment. Maybe we can help them with like financial aid and stuff like that. So I was the one negotiating between soldiers and the commander. Um, and pretty much just being there for them. Dang, that's intense. That's, that's crazy. That's good. Oh, no, no. That's <laughs> good. That's right. Um, do you have a morning routine? What's the first thing you do normally when you get up? The first thing I do, um, I sit on my bed and I just focus on my breathing. I just okay. breathe um, for a good, like, 15 minutes or at least until I feel that, like, tapped in. That's and then I just start my day. I make the bed up, do what I gotta do. Like slow deep breaths. Uh, yes, very slow. Like all the way. Then I hold it a little bit and then I breathe. I just breathe out. Like either I focus on my breathing or like I would just be aware, aware of my thoughts, aware of my emotions, aware of where I'm at, listening to the birds, listening to even traffic. Just, just like being in the moment. Dang. Yeah. Have you tried? Have you? I mean, I, I mean, hey, I think that would be not a, like an actual like I'm sitting on the edge of my bed and I'm going to. I'm gonna focus. listen to a fucking bird, you know? Yeah. So it's like it's like you, when you go to the gym and you work out, you build a muscle, right? Right. So when you practice the stillness, when you practice your like presence, you get better at it, and like you make the best decisions when you're really present in the moment. You know, so you can practice that. And then you really like, you can feel like, there's no difference between anybody else. We all feel all kinds of emotions, maybe depression, maybe sadness, but like you get better at dealing with these emotions. And that's how you like do good shit in life, you know? That's that, that's that. And you are, so people watching is not confused, you are a choreographer? Yes, I'm a choreographer and dancer. Okay, all right. Um, you have a studio, what studio do you work out of? Or what's, your, what's the process? So um, it would be different things, like you would do um, a lot of production, like music videos, shows, commercials. Um, you can do, um, sorry, there was this cute girl who just walked in and she, I was like, hi, baddie, and it cut my train of thought. Okay. So. Breathe. <laughs> Breathe. Get back. <laughs> you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Hold on a minute. I'm going to do the letter number one. Right. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Your choreography. Your yeah. choreographer, right? All right. So you dance. Um, are you teaching anywhere? Yeah, I teach pop-up classes here in LA. Um, usually it would be in Dynamic Duo Dance Studio or in NoHo area. Okay. Um, and just, um, it usually would be, you come in, you learn a choreography, you perform it, um, just have a good time. Okay. All right, most definitely. Um, your choreography, right? So, would you say that it it flows naturally from within? Like, where do you get your draw your inspiration from? Um, from music. 
um, when I listen to music, it's like, like I listen to a song and then I would see the music, like I would feel some kind of texture, right? Um, and it's a feeling, it comes from a feeling because you listen to the music and then your body wants to go somewhere. So it's like writing a song, like taking these textures and these things that you see when you listen and put it together um, into like a combination of movements. And how do you tell that story like? But it definitely flows naturally because you don't think about it. You just listen to the music and it's like coming from within you. Mm. It's like comes right through you. You just gotta like be patient with it. Were you always interested in dance? Is that, is that something you were always passionate about? What else, if it wasn't dance, what else would you be doing? Um, so when I was a kid, I would always like write stories and I would draw a lot. I would draw like some kind of like comics things. Um, so I think my passion for dance comes from, of course, like my love for music and how beautiful music is, but also from like telling a story, you know, like communicating what I think and what I envision and putting it together and delivering it to the world in some way. Did you come out? Uh, you're coming out from Israel over to here. Are you? Did you come solo? You got a family? Did your family come with you? Or um, it's just me. I just came here. My family is everybody still there. Wow. So how was? What was their reaction? Was that always your plan? What your mom said? Um, at first, um, my dad was like, you know, don't worry about us. We're gonna be here. Follow your dreams. Like don't even think about us we're always going to be here and then my mom you know she was like no you gotta come and be close to me like what no like she was like trying to convince me to come back but then after a while like you know they saw that i'm also all, like also happy and doing things so they're happy for me but we miss each other for sure for sure do you get to go home and visit sometimes or have they been out here to come see you so i went twice the first time was last year, and that was the first time I've seen them um, after like almost four years of not seeing them and like also not knowing when I'm going to see them during that time. A lot of uncertainty when it comes to that. Um, but I saw them, it was really, really emotional after like almost four years. And then after that, I told myself every year I'm going to go. So I just went there in September, and that was the second time. Nice. Yeah. Um, when did you realize that, like, you have the ability to be, a, a, like, a creative? You know what I'm saying? Like, that, I don't think people are just born with that. That you know aha moment. Yeah, you know? Like, that like aha dang, moment. this is my thing. Um, I would say when I was um, drawing, when I would draw as a kid, um, I was just, like, the way it made me feel and the way it was, like, the stuff that I was like seeing that I just saw in my mind made me realize that like it's it's different. Like I have something that I feel that I know it's different. That's when you know there's something in you that like it just makes you so special, you know? You're intuitive, uh, in tune with yourself. You're in tune. You'll be like, yeah, this is this feels like just did, did they put your drawings on the on the fridge or no? 
all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but was it out of sympathy, or they were actually kind of cool? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was nice with it. Uh, I was okay. nice with it. So okay. For real, yeah. I'll show you. I got okay. like, if you scroll on my Instagram all the way down there, um, you will see like stuff that I drew, like Tupac. I drew um, a lion. Like I drew all kinds of things. I, I, I got did, the did, did, did you see Ghost too? Ghost? Yeah, like ghost. you know, you know those little girls that be watching Ghost, but they're super talented. What? I never. <laughs> heard of that, okay, actually. okay. No. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let's reel it back in. Can you draw? Okay. The <laughs> um, same. Like life, you know what I'm saying? Like life can be like challenging at times. Um, and there was a saying somewhere I read, I don't know where I read this, but um, when pain in life becomes unbearable, it forces us to let go, right? And let God, right? I believe, you know, it's always, I always tell people that's easier said than done. It requires patience. Um, would you consider yourself to be a patient person? Um, you know, I would say that Sometimes I'm not so patient, <laughs> <laughs> but I do, um, I am aware of my faith because it's like, it's true. Sometimes life will get challenging and sometimes like something can happen that will make you question everything, like everything. Um, and like when you really have nowhere else to look but to God, it's like, I don't know, you know? So, but there's, it's very humbling and there's um, beauty in pain. Cause then you say your prayer and you say it's really from your heart. And in that moment you can really feel he, him, you know? Do you feel it's important like when you're going through those tough times to reflect on the things that are going well in your life, the things that you do have? Like why is that important? Of course. Um, it's important because you never know like what God is protecting you from and the situation or whatever it is you're looking at is worse than other things but it's better than another and you have to be grateful for what you have um, you have to see those things because it's a miracle you know um, and it's building the momentum too when you start to be grateful for things then you will notice more and more things and it's just better to place your mind there you know. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> um, let me see. In your opinion, right, with so much divide amongst our in our communities, <laughs> society, nation, and in our country, and you know, what I'm saying over all over the world, um, what do you think is like a possible solution? You know, what I'm saying to to eliminate or to kind of mend mend all these these heartaches and pains and, and stuff like that, the things mm -hmm. that are going on now. <clears throat> so I think um, the division and what's going on now, um, all the pain and all the suffering that is going on, I believe that there is a correspondence between um, the one and the many. And I think that Anything that happens on the outer world, on the external world, is a reflection of something that's going on inside. And I think that collectively, like as humans, it's 
the solution, the only solution that I can think of is if we really do check ourselves and see like where is there division between me and myself? Like what parts of me do I not accept? You know, because what's happening, like you can control everybody, but you can only control you. And right now it's like the easiest thing to do is to fall into the illusion that there is division because at the end of the day, we're all really humans, you know? Um, so I think it's just a reflection of something that we have to deal with as humans and each person individually has to focus on being the embodiment of the change that you wanna see. It's really, really important. And to really, um, right now, focus on being the best version of yourself that you can be because there's a lot of things that you're gonna see around you that are really, really painful. And you have to be aware of that. You have to feel those things. You have to be present. And I understand that because I'm doing the same thing. Um, but really focusing on your purpose in these times. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, Very touching. But no, I think it's important to like, it's definitely important to hear those words being said. Mm-hmm. You know, I think oftentimes, you know, we're stereotyped, you know what I'm saying? And it's like one shoe, you know, one size fits all. And it's not like that. You know, I think we all have the ability to express and and come with our own rationale and thoughts and beliefs and yeah. opinions. So like, regardless of what the media is spreading or your family is spreading, I mean, that doesn't mean that you feel the same way. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of times our divide comes from a lack of communication. You know what I'm saying? We go off of what I heard, what I think they, you know, assumptions. And, yeah. You know, something that, cause I did time in the military too, but they always say is like, when you assume you make an ass out of you and me, you know what I'm saying? So don't assume no. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's important to just talk and have that communication. And that's exactly why we have this platform. You know what I'm saying? Right. To talk and, and to share. We don't always have to agree. You know what I'm saying? We don't always have to think of it, but we can respect one another's opinions and thoughts and beliefs, you know? Yes. Um, but what could you do without? All right. If you had to do without, all right, I'm going to give you some options. Friendships, dance, music so you know um this is this is a very interesting question Mm -hmm. friendships dance or music Mm -hmm. um never giving up on music no way so um never giving up on dance that's a fact um and so it leaves friendships, which, you know, it's... it's, it's no it's, new friends, she said. It's, it's cool because, like, all of my friends are my business partners. So I work with these girls, like, I create with them. So it, I can have my business partners with me. That's cool. All right. <laughs> Damn, she strategized. Keep it professional, yeah. Yeah. You, you still have a social kind of interaction. If I came like money with you, then what? What are she, we doing? She cut yeah. the whole list. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's one thing that gets on your nerves about people in general? You had to pick one thing. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean, top five. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say. 
I'll tell you what, I don't know, maybe this is diving in too deep, but I'll blame it on your weed. But uh, <laughs> but something <laughs> But something that that can get on, on my nerve when it comes to people is just like um feeling like too how do I say this? Like too on the ego side, too on the on the fear of like somebody threatening your identity or something like that, you know? So it makes you really like hate another person or say really mean things to them when you don't really like like, you know, know know enough or what you said something before is very true when you said that a lot of these um, a lot of this division comes from miscommunication. And I agree with you on that. You know, it's miscommunication, it's lack of knowledge, and it's being too attached to the things that you know. Because I think the biggest thing right now is like that people don't do is they're experts on everything that they know, but nobody questions what they know. You know? So, yeah, that can get on my nerves. That's very true. It's very no. Smack somebody. <laughs> but no, you ain't never thought like that though. I've been telling you this this whole time. What do you exactly? I'm waiting on you because that is you. That's exactly what it is. He like questions everything. Nothing wrong with that. Well, but he questions everything. Like, Scorpio, what's your Gemini? Mm. We are that double personality. <laughs> <laughs> that bad shit crazy of you. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's it's crazy. They'll take a nap and then they wake up like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we good? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, what's the last um What's the last album you listened to from beginning to end? Um, from beginning to end. Hmm. Well, the last album I listened to for most of it is Chris Brown's last album. The Eleven Eleven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. I like the like. Like a new school R and B vibe, okay. I like it. Um, but yeah, probably that's the only one I remember. I barely listen to like actually music that's coming out these days. I don't know what's popping. Like I'm so out of the loop. What is it? Um, what is the music scene like in Israel though? Like, like what? I mean, it's, it's, it would be like dumb of me to say like y'all know what Chris Brown is over there. You know, it's like y'all some like. Oh, but you know what I'm saying? Like, what is it like? What's popping? Who's popping over there? So there's a lot of amazing artists in Israel. Um, growing up, the mainstream was like um, like Middle Eastern vibe more. Um, I was like part of the small percentage of kids listening to like hip hop and R&B and stuff like that. Um, but now it's like it's so um, versatile. You know, you have like amazing artists that do hip hop. You have some artists like um, that do um, reggae. You've got all kinds of things. It's just like a mixture of everything is fly. Israeli music is fly, especially the new new stuff. What's up? You bumping it right now? You got it on your playlist? Yeah, yeah. I got on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I got some stuff. You got some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what's like? So what's like your next move? What are your goals? Like now, you know, you've been here. Um. I know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we put like timetables on things, on things that we want to accomplish. Like by this time, I want to this by this time mm-hmm. I wanna, you know finish this like yeah. do you, what do you do that and what is it what you want to do next so to be honest with you right now is um times of a lot of uncertainty for me um i don't know what's really like 
going to happen. And when I think about it, sometimes I can feel a little bit of anxiety. So these days, like, I'm really present in the moment. And I think I'm big on just, like, letting the natural current current, uh, take me. Um, And what I follow is just, like, what I love doing, which is creating. Um, So I just make sure that as far as my responsibilities that I'm able to um, have time to create my choreographies, my visions, and I know that that will lead me like exactly where I need to be. Just following this path of sharing my art with the world. Um, it, it took me here, and I, I didn't. I came here with no plan. I didn't know nobody, so I just followed the same path all along. I and mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure you knew Chris Brown, though. Uh, of course. You're like, you're, yeah. you're, 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 you're like I'm, I'm coming to America. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what are you yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know exactly. I was like, Chris. <laughs> 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 with that, um, like, doing, like, say, for instance, uh, preparing a number, have you worked with any, like, uh, you know, celebs like that on that level? Or what, what, what was, like, like, dang, I can't believe I'm working with him or her. Any Anyone like that you would like to share? Yeah, so it was even less than a year of me moving here. And I got to do a few amazing projects. One of them was choreographed for Lil Wayne for the song um, NFL. And to choreograph for Nav with this song with um, Travis Scott, Ghana. Um, it's called Turks which was really, really dope. We had to make a choreography like with um, like guns. And when you see the music video and you see the girls moving, it's like, it looks so dope. It's really dope to see that. Um, after you did it in your new living room, envision what it would look like to have a bunch of ladies just doing this choreography. So um, for T-Pain, but it was a feature. It wasn't his song. <laughs> but she threw know, that disclosure. Because <laughs> you know somebody. Don't that wasn't that wasn't his song. Okay, let's just make sure. <laughs> Let me check. You feel me? Cap. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, but dope things, you know, and even like, uh, other than choreographing for these amazing people that like. You know, some of them I grew up on, but really get have like getting to do this for for a living, like just doing it. You know, with with people that I love doing it with, like my friends. So I think every day doing that is such a success. It's like I can't believe, you know. Mama, I made it. You know? I'm I'm um, out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we outside now. <laughs> nah, that's cool. Does your mom dance? What mom. Where does it come from? You think you got it from her or your dad? Um, you know, both of them really love music. So I think just enjoying the music like that, I mean, I don't think that they both don't dance, but I feel like if my mom took a dance class, I think she would kill it. I okay. think she would do good. And <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get her on live. Get her on live. <laughs> um, I know, you know, like you said, it's uncertainty right now. I'm pretty things are challenging and stuff like that but like I think that's just a big move coming going coming from your home and come over here to the US like what has it taught you about yourself you know what I'm saying was there anything that you was like dang like I didn't even recognize or realize that I was capable of this um you know 
A main thing that I realized is how true it is that everything has two sides. Like nothing is like either good or bad. Because growing up, I felt like, I mean, I looked different than everybody else around me. And then like there was a part that like I didn't feel like Jewish enough or something like that. Um, and I felt like I didn't belong in a way, you know. But then it when I came here, I mean, don't get me wrong, like I do feel belong and it's my home and I love everybody and you know, like I got love for where I'm from. But w growing up as a kid, it was a little different. So when I came here and I was here by myself, I realized how independent I was and how I could feel home in a place that is not my home because I never really felt home, you know? So I was like, I got power because like right now I'm not like, I'm not gonna fold. Like I'm not gonna be like, hey, it's getting a little hard. Let me go back to my family. Let me go back. Like, no, this, I'm, I'm doing like what I got to do and I'm make sure like I feel good doing it. Um, but that's something, a main thing I learned about myself that I was like, damn, like I'm stronger than I thought I was. And now it makes sense why I went through certain things that I went through. Um, people who don't know you would assume what? People who don't know me would assume that um, um, well, the first thing I could think of is that they would have no idea like how much I can actually eat. That's probably the main thing. Like they would think I'm like one of these dancers. I eat a salad, drink a shake. No. I eat anything I want and I eat a lot of food, so I'm surprised there's no food here. I'm actually disappointed. Oh, dang, don't put us out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> next time, next time. Uh, what's your favorite? Have you got a favorite type? What's your favorite food? Do you like to cook? Um, I love cooking. It's meditative and it's fun to know what you're putting in your food. Is it good? Yes, what you no, 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 I'm just asking, you know. <laughs> Look, there are things that I'm getting better at, yes. But when, when I put, put the disclaimer <laughs> out there. When I put my heart in it, when I cook for people I love, it always comes out so fire. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Dev, um, <laughs> <laughs> what would you... <laughs> I'm working on things, but... Some of us, some of us, some of us. 2024, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to speak that into existence, right? Mm -hmm. All right, but no, nah, but like, who would you feel... I got like, a hypothetical question for you. Like, who would you feel more comfortable getting relationship advice from, Alexa or Siri? Who's gonna come through clutch? You know, that's such an interesting question. You know, I Alexa or Siri, I mean probably Alexa. Probably Alexa? Yeah. Alexa be giving them weather advisors. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? Which what which one would I'm you I'm gonna have to go with Alexa. Why? I think Alexa's always listening. She always but listening. Siri I have to ask. Mm -hmm. Alexa be like just out of nowhere like she be ready yeah she stay ready <laughs> you want to hear a joke <laughs> like <Yeah>. what <laughs> you know what I'm saying so you just never know so like right. yeah I definitely would go um with Alexa um dang so what's next what's next for you we got anything coming up any events um for Thanksgiving holidays or anything like that 
Um, right now, I am planning to visit home again. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, what's next for me is really um, finding ways to help people doing what I love. So that means like really continuing to um, focusing on dance and just like developing uh, my ability to um, grow and reach, you know, the world. Uh, that's that's definitely what's next. And really keep challenging myself, like getting into things, like trying new things, going to auditions, doing acting, like doing different things, and like like just keep challenging myself and not um, getting too comfortable. Definitely not getting comfortable. Like, Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but no, but um, man, I, you know what I'm saying? We definitely want to have you come back. We gotta, we gotta. We gonna need like a part two. We gonna need a part yeah, two. Yeah, what's definitely. But uh, what I do is I always open up the microphones, to, you know, to our guests and to the hosts um, to share anything with the listeners and the viewers. Um, and we're gonna start with you because you're our special guest today. Is there anything you would like to share to anyone watching or listening? Um, you know, we kind of touched on it in the conversation, but um, I think it's important to remember that if you want to solve anything, um, if you want to cure anything, you have to focus on health not on the disease if you want to get rich you can't focus on poverty if you want to get peace you can't focus on hate so if you really want to change the world and start with yourself um, and believe in our world believe that it is going to a good place and envision envision those things envision um, the way that you see the world and the way that you see your life um, do these visualizations and and take care of your mental health and your emotions, you know, because it's just a lot happening. Like no matter where you are, it's just a lot going on. Um, and just just have faith and have love, you know. We definitely had a little like the little music little moment right there but um <laughs> to tell y'all that i can't i can't re i can't really say anything <laughs> you know but uh i definitely would like to um thank our audience and continue to follow us and let us know your feedback on these amazing episodes great topics uh great people great discussions uh you know that's it most uh i would like to thank our guests thank you for being here you know what i'm saying i, I really know that time is probably the most valuable commodity there is you know what i'm saying because you can't get it back you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying so you being here shows that you respect what we do and we respect you know what i'm saying what you're trying to accomplish so thank you um i would say um keep it pushing um whenever you're having a dad day uh, a bad day or a down day did you say a dad day i said a bad day <laughs> don't be messing up my moment bro <laughs> whenever you have a dad day hey hey, hey. hey put them kids away <laughs> but nah like whenever you're feeling down you know what i'm saying like always think about your situation there's always somebody who's going through rougher times you know what i'm saying just count your blessings and um just stay positive as much as you can. But we love you. We thank you. I'm your boy, Drew. We are Option 4 Podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.